Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Johnson. Welcome back to the Pursuing Results podcast. This is where we interview successful people about one book that changed their lives, and we find out exactly how and what are the best takeaways from that book. And this is not just about new stuff. We reach back and we'll, we'll do some of the classics, so it's going to be an exciting episode. We've got a special guest today. We're talking about a great book uh, that he's going to share with us. I haven't read it yet, so this is something that sounds like I'm going to. it's now a homework assignment for me. I'm going to have to go read this book. And uh, But let's uh, bring in Greg, the, uh, the co-pilot, for today's show, as always, Greg McDaniel, what's up today? What's up, Matt? This is going to be a good show, man. Like you, you know, we were doing the, you know, the pre-show. Scott came on on this show with super energy. I thought I was listening to myself for a second. I'm like, ooh, someone with more energy than me. This is going to be interesting. So this guy's going to make it rain for us. So, dude, I am pumped, Scott, brother, man. Nice to meet you. Nice to have you on. Hey, yes. Matt. Dude, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited about talking about this book. It's changed my life and changed a bunch of other people's lives. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Cool, man. Cool. So uh, for those that, that don't know, this is Scott Hudspeth of uh, Mortgage Marketing Animals and a bunch of other stuff, scotthudspeth.com. You can see everything that he does there and all the stuff that he's involved in. But Scott, for people that don't know you, especially if they're outside kind of the mortgage and real estate circles that we all kind of run in, uh, what's the 60-second bio of who you are, where you are, and what you do? Man, so I've been in the mortgage industry for 14 years, and man, my passion is helping people to achieve growth, freedom, and coolness, which is part of my podcast. I interview top guys, top agents, top loan officers all across the country. And uh, I've, uh, the best part about my life is I've, uh, in the last three and a half years, have taken a mortgage company from $170 million in 2013 to uh, we're going to close a billion dollars this year. So I'm really excited about it. It's not about the numbers, Whoa. it's about the people. So I'm really super stoked that uh, we're changing lives, man. And that's, uh, I don't know, it gives me chills talking about it. We truly change lives every day and help people to unplug Focus on the money-making activities, and that's uh, that's my that's my whole motto, man. Is just uh, growth, freedom, and coolness. That's yeah, awesome. Cool. You, you're gonna close a billion dollars. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's dude. I'm telling you, it's a culture. It's providing a plug-and-play for people that can plug in and only do the money-making activities. What we find, uh, I had four calls today of people that are caught up, and I call it the limited success program, where. They can only do so much. They're a one-man band. And what I've realized is I'm only good at certain things. I'm not good at everything, and I'm not even that good at that, you know? <laughs> so if I find other people that are better than me or as good as me, and I just form out the stuff that I hate, it's amazing when you wake up in the morning and go, holy crap, I only get to, I only have to do what I absolutely positively love, I'm good at, and what makes me money. So it's, it's super exciting when you get to that, when you get to that part in your life. Very it cool. really is. Matt and I do the same thing on our podcast. You know, we, we wake up. I mean, I wake up every single day ecstatic to go do what I'm going to go do. Because, I mean, how many people get to wake up, drive their shitty little Honda Civic that's dirty to a job where the boss demeans them and they get hit on by all the weirdo guys in the office and they're making $26 a year and, you know, they're not going where they want to be. And then you'll be able to come along and change that and you see them light up. Exactly. That is that is fun, fun stuff right there. Light their candle, yeah. And to, and to prove that I'm living what I'm actually talking right now is, and I'm super excited about this, got more chills here. I'm going to, I'm from Michigan, believe it or not. Like everybody just went, woo, yuck. So, <laughs> so I uh, just signed a lease on a condo down in Florida for six months this winter. So just to prove that I have total freedom, I can work from anywhere, and so – I'm heading down in November, and I'm going to be there through April. So if you're down in the Fort Lauderdale area, let's look up, man. I'll be there. Awesome, man. Very yeah. cool. We'll have to make a, a, a little detour out there. So um, let's, let's dive into the book. So we're going to talk about Unlock the Sales Game. And yeah. set the stage for us a little bit. Like, Tell us what, what you were doing, what your business was like, and what your life was like when you first encountered this book. 
Yeah, so as everybody else, we are always looking to build relationships. How do we, like, and I was like, how do you build relationships? Well, you make the, you, you just pick up the phone, you call people, you try and get in front of them, you try to build relationships, and, like, the whole time, the other person knows exactly what you're looking for. You're looking for deals, you're looking for leads, you're looking to get something from them. Right. And that's the, that's the, I think the thing that holds people back is when we call somebody, specifically if I'm a loan officer originator, calling a real estate agent, the real estate agent knows what I want. There's no secret. They already have a lender relationship. So like, what's the secret? There's no secret. So how do you combat that? So before I read Unlock the Sales Game, I was just like everybody else. I was making the phone calls, getting in front of people, high energy, high passion. How do I help people? That's how Agent Mastermind come about. But for the most part, I was just like everybody else. So that's kind of where I was before the uh, before I read or listened to. And here's the thing. You're not going to be able to listen to Unlock the Sales Game just one time. You're going to listen to it. And I literally was feverishly taking notes. And I actually did a PowerPoint on it where I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. This is like totally – it's like, you know, you kind of – you know, the teacher appears when the student's ready. Yeah. Well, I was at that point in my life. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just – this sets – like truthfully, I tell people this all the time. If you read this book and listen to it and literally incorporate it into your lives – there's no competition because it does not exist in the sales place, in the sales arena. You are talking with passion. I am on Audible right now buying it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, I can't live without this book anymore, Scott. I have I know, to have I know. it. Well, and you'll know what I mean when you listen to it. So, so like that's where I was before. I was just like everybody else. So, like, how do, I'm always looking for how do I separate myself from the competition? How do I, how do I be different? You know, um, that's the that's the big key. So, where the unlock the sales game comes in, and this is the hardest thing. And you're not going to listen to this book and all of a sudden wake up tomorrow morning and go, "Boom, I got it!" And now I'm like, a, like now I'm going to triple my business using this this analogy or this this uh, type of sales. But what it does is it teaches you to remove the sales triggers and the call to action when you meet with somebody. Hmm. But it also talks about Going into it going, you know, Matt, am I, are, are we a fit? Like, do I really even want to work with you? Do we have a connection? Do we have a frequency where I could see inviting you over to my house for burgers? And, like, it's, so instead of going into it going, I want something from you, going into it going, are we even a fit? Like, can I, could I even do business with you if we like each other, if we know, like, and trust each other and we get to know each other? Would I even want to do business with you? And I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. What I mean by that is, when you meet somebody, there's a frequency, and you walk into and you shake hands with somebody, and you're just like, man, like there's so, like my wife's is even stronger. It's like she's like she's just got an intuition, like this is just off the yeah, hook. Yeah. It's like she's told me many times, there's something I don't like about that guy. I'm like, oh man, he's awesome, he's cool, he's great. And then two years later, you find out like, holy crap, the real him pops up or the real her, and it's like, god dang, man, there she is <laughs> telling me I told you so again. So, <laughs> so um. Like, for, like, let me give you an example of how how powerful this book is. So, if let's just say Matt, you were a you were a real estate agent, okay, and I call you up and I go, hey Matt, this is Scott Outsbeth, ABC Mortgage. I know you have a lender relationship. I'm not looking to replace them. I just okay. the number one objection on planet Earth, right? Right. I said I know you have a lender relationship. I'm not looking to replace them, but I was wondering, Matt, are you open? to how the agents that I work with are landing expired listing after expired listing after expired listing on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Who's not? Of course. Yeah. Hey, hey, would you be open to a strategy we're using to market to our database that gets us one to three referrals per hundred per month? Would you be open to something like that? 
Wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it teaches you to grow, to go into a relationship, remove the objection, and then just go. All right, can I, you know, can I work with this person? Do I like this person? Do we even have a connection? Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like it's teaching you to go and and give value first, which is, I mean, that's part of the whole mindset shift. I mean, Greg, you're all about this. I mean, you talk about it's the value rocket ship, right? I mean, this is exactly how you work with clients. You go in and it's value, 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 value. Then eventually you ask or, you know, you offer them a deal, whatever the case is, but you give them an opportunity to take a next step towards you. But you start by giving value. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a a completely different approach. And I think, I'm sure, Scott, you've run into this. When you're trying to coach somebody to make phone calls, one of the biggest things that holds them back is that feeling that they're taking value from somebody else. We all hate the feeling of calling up someone and feeling like we want something from them that we know they don't want to give because we're feeling like we're taking value from them. And mm-hmm. I think if we find a way to give value first, then it takes a lot of that call reluctance out too. Well, you know, the point of give value first is absolutely positively correct. But more importantly, I go into it with no objection, no expectations, period. Maybe I never will get anything from them, but if I go in going, if I can change this person's life, and I know for a fact I can, if they give me the patience and the time to work with them, and they open up and they're vulnerable with me, I, I, I like if you can, like I'm, I, I wish I could like, take a chip out of my head and put it in everybody else and go, listen, if you make it not about what you want from that person, but what you can do for them, like just like you said, and and not worry about if anything comes back. I'm telling you. The relationships are off the hook. Your vulnerability is is so powerful. Being like, hey, just let me help you. And the like, the hardest part, the hardest part with this guys is, people are like caught off guard. They're like, what's the catch? What like, yeah. what is what is like, what is wrong here? I don't feel comfortable because you're not asking for something from me. Like, this is really weird. Like, there's something funny. Like, when are you gonna pop the question? And the question never comes. You know, I actually the other day I was going about something I was and I detached myself from the outcome yes. and I was waiting for a response from this individual and I was kind of getting irritated the individual wasn't getting back to me. Then I'm all, all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, Greg, why are you so concerned about their response? You know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Within like two minutes, the response came and it was just like when you remove yourself from the outcome, you yeah. don't care anymore. It's, it's a weird psychological switch. I agree with you 100%. And, pe- and people can feel it. It's uh, oh, yeah. You talk about it on the intuitive level. People Ooh. cannot even articulate it, but they feel it immediately. Yes. That's like, that's like you know, you know uh, what is it? Um, desperation is a stinky perfume. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, so if you're, if you're in the dating realm, which uh, if maybe a couple of us on this call are and some of us aren't, um, but I will tell you one thing, you know, the, the gals that we're either courting or have in our relationships, you know, if they, if they start smelling that you're, desper- you're desperate to hear from them or desperate to be around them, they're going to be like, okay, this guy is too easy. And the same thing with prospects. If you're hunting them, calling them every single day, dude, where's the contract? Where's the contract? Where's the contract? Well, they're going to be like, all right, homeboy's got a problem. Yes. And now, what I'm not saying is, I'm not saying you can't have, like you 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 have a call to action, but you focus on the relationship first. And here's the problem that I think most yeah. people face is they have a fear of failure, they have a fear of the unknown, they have a fear of rejection. So when you're going into it going, God, like I have to have this relationship, I have to get a referral from this person. It's a different frequency. You, it's the yeah, scarcity mentality. Yeah. If you go into it from an abundance mentality, going, you know what, man, I, I don't even care if I get this relationship. It doesn't bother me. My goal is to help them have a better life, either help them grow, have more freedom or coolness in their lives. That's it. That's all I want. Once I figure out that I I see myself with them as a partner in business, then I can call them on a weekly basis and say, hey, hey, Matt, who would you talk to last week that I can help out? Then it turns into a relationship, partnership, 
and the bridges gap, like I'm helping them truly have a better life and better freedom. And it makes me sad. Like when I hang up and I get a no, I'm like, hey, Scott, I'm doing like, whoa, 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 back off. I, I, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It just makes me sad that they, they've been sold so many freaking times and like, like people are trying to get something from them. They're like, they just can't even take one more person trying to actually be nice to them. They don't even know what that feels like. Yeah, that's a that's a true issue, and it, it is truly sad because you're like, look, there there is no gimmick or trick at all. I mean, like when Matt and I are on our other podcast, uh, Real Estate Uncensored, I do a thing called the McDaniel Challenge. when I give away about an hour and after two hours of free coaching every single night, yeah. Monday through Thursday. And dude, people honestly, they're like, okay, so what's it going to cost? I'm like, no, it's it's free, you know. And they they can't grasp that something someone would actually yeah, do. They're something, so you know? used to there being a catch to everything yeah. that you know. You give something away for free. It's really you're going to pull the rug out for me at some point. And the last half of the call is going to be a sales pitch for your massively overpriced coaching program or whatever <laughs> it is. You know, like we've all we've all been through that, and people have been through it so many times. That's what they expect uh, because that it's it's funny because and, and let's go maybe higher level for a second and, and speak more to our our directly to our audience of like fellow author, speaker, consultants. Like you know, once you get to that level, I think people more intuitively understand that. The business is based on building relationships. The more relationships you have, the more you help other people, the more you accomplish your goals, and sometimes very indirectly, right? And I think people have a hard time with what holds them back from success. And your average, you know, people getting from average to really good or great yeah. is that concept that stuff happens indirectly and it happens through building relationships. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the, yeah, the numbers and the relationships. The more relationships you have that are deep, true relationships, the more business you're going to have. Absolutely. Yeah. There was so I'm a curious. Um, yeah, go ahead, Greg. There was a guy that a uh, uh, black gentleman that I can't remember his name. He was on he was on um, Facebook. He came out with a, a very eloquent video talking about how social media has made us unsocial and how like if we can take that social media part out and put the actual social part back into your life in building those relationships instead of doing you know everything you know hiding behind your your tiny little phone screen. That that one, then when that once that relationship is rebuilt and rekindled, then your your business will start taking off again because people are then trusting you again because they actually see you in the flesh or understand your what your trial or tribulation that you're going through. Um, and I think it's Im imperative that a lot of people understand that that social media is not the answer to everything. They do need to get their butts out the damn door and go and visit a few folks in person. You know, Absolutely. and do that. It's funny you bring that up. My kids, uh, my kid, my, my my son had some friends over this weekend, and they're all sitting around the living room on their phones. Yeah, I just uh, I, like it's beautiful out. It's 80 degrees. They got they got a wakeboard boat. Like they can oh my God. play in, and here they are sitting on their phones inside. Like took me two hours to get them out of the house onto the boat, and I'm like, holy, what? what is this world coming to? Where they would rather be on the phone with somebody else talking to them than they would be right in like together having a conversation sitting around the fire. You know, dude, I'm a wakeboard so, boat fanatic, and if you have boats. Parked out there with a full tank of gas and some tasty adult beverages. <laughs> Goodbye, phone. I'm out of here. Diet Pepsi, man. Diet Pepsi, baby. Woo. <laughs> All right, Scott. So, uh, so we kind of set the stage on what your business was like before and some of the principles that really changed things. So, I'm really curious, like, how in the world, like, what the mortgage company that went from 175 to now almost a billion dollars, like, where does this fit into that? And what, what do you think was the secret to unlocking that level of massive growth? Man, I think it was um, I think it was putting uh, putting systems in place and in, in, in a process in place to where we never veer from. So we have a very strict policy when we meet somebody, we have to meet them face to face. We have never ever ever uh, recruited or let somebody join us that didn't come up to visit our company. 
And I think a lot of people, like, when we first started, dude, trust me, it was bad. We would be like, hey, man, you sound good. Hey, man, hey, uh, let me send over the paperwork. Let's do this. It's, it's the wrong thing to do. When you set face-to-face with somebody, you take them to dinner, you, you meet their wife or their, you know, their significant other, whoever it is, their husband, um, you get to you get to know them. You get that frequency that we can. I mean, I can kind of get this from you guys right here. But there's nothing more important than getting it face to face, sitting at dinner, just talking about life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you hear their pains, you hear their struggles, you hear their past, you hear where they want to be in the future. There's so many things you can get from them that you can't get over a webinar, even a even a webinar like this or a podcast like this, um, where you you can get face to face. So that's one of the big things that's really changed us now. Trying to help people with this mindset of this unlock the sales game, I mention it I, I, two or three, four times a day, and all my friends have listened to it. But it's not a, like I get, like I said again, it's not a one-time listen. It's over and over and over. Every time I go to a presentation, every time I get on the phone, every time I have a busy day with a bunch of people, I listen to it because it re, it reminds me of the power that it's created to grow this company with people. That when I meet with them, it's not about getting them to join our company. It's about getting to know them. And going yeah, yeah. deep with that relationship and making sure that I can exceed their expectations and put them in a better place. It's like so many people just go, hey, I just want numbers. I just want numbers. I just want people. And it's like that's great, but that's not that doesn't get you huge success. So um, what's really important with me is can I put this person in a better place? I don't want them if I can't put them even in an equal platform. Like what's the use? Stay where you're at. Especially if I can't put them in a like even an equal like, like please stay there because I don't want to ruin my reputation with putting someone taking somebody from a worse situation they're in put them in a worse one. Um, yeah. So that's really key. So I, I we literally turned down fifty million dollar producers, believe it or not, because they just weren't a fit, and I couldn't put them in a better situation. So that's the gotcha. that's how it's really helped me now. How I try to help other people is I try I work with them and, and, and when you listen to the book you're, you're you'll you'll hear it and you'll go oh my god this is this is crazy powerful it's just a mind shift but it's something about our DNA that we have where we always have to be closing like it's ABC always be closing and that's the that's the part that has to change you always be building relationships ABB or whatever maybe something like that <laughs> so uh, um, so that's the that's the key to success is. If you come across from an abundance mentality, like in one of the things I say is, you know, the best part about this conversation, guys, is if we don't join our, you know, if we don't join forces and work together, uh, we're, we're not going out of business. And the best part is you ain't either. So maybe somewhere down the road, we're going to be a better fit together and stronger powers. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. true. Everybody, Everybody comes to your reason, reason or a lifetime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day in reference to another uh, like friend slash client person. You know, I mean, this is, a, you know, it may not work out right this second, but right. like I know who I want to be in relationships with, and yep. I guess that I've, I've shifted my mindset from I want clients to I want relationships, and right. at some point, those relationships may turn into clients, but they may like literally go in and out because their business has changed, my business might change, whatever the case is. Uh, it's okay. For them to come and go in a client sense, but I want to build relationships with a hundred of the top influential like author, speaker, consultants, and just build those relationships. Absolutely. And however they like, you know, however that fleshes out in terms of how many of those are clients at any one given time is okay with me. Like releasing attachment to that particular outcome and just focusing on the relationships. And I think that's when things have really started to. Um, like improve for me and and just getting that mentality out of the way and you talked about it's it's the the abundance mindset so getting back to the systems right so if you have that 
that idea that look there's there's enough out there for everybody right. then you can put somebody through okay and say look we, we don't deviate from the system we meet everybody in person before we do something because yep. this is the best way to do it but also because you have an abundance mentality and I think people get into that scarcity mindset and that's where they start breaking procedure or process yes. for different people and then you start screwing your business up yeah it's a scarcity it yeah, the other thing too with bringing up, you know, bringing them up face to face is they meet, they feel the culture. They they walk in, they meet with different departments of our company, and they feel it. Like we don't prep them, we don't tell them, we 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 just tell them their name and who they are and where they're coming from. That's it. We don't say say this or say that. We're like we they do whatever they want to say. They say whatever they want to say, and that's the power behind that is um they feel it. When they get back on that plane, they know if we're a fit or if we're not a fit. And same with us. We may go, hey, we don't feel it. You know, we had, yeah. had we had one guy come up, and then in the first five minutes, it was over. It was done. Like, uh, my and I looked at each other, we're like, oh, crap, man. We got to oh, I got to take this guy to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the nearest Applebee's? Hang on a second. <laughs> I think I have a two for 20 coupon. Oh, okay. So one last question for you, Scott, and then we'll, then we'll shut things down for this particular episode because we could talk about this forever. But I noticed that uh, one of the things that he covers in the book is – is scripts, and I'm curious, has your has your view on that changed, and what do you advise people on the proper role of scripts when you're shifting from a transactional mindset to a relationship mindset? Where do scripts fit into that? Yeah, he talks a lot about that, and he, he says throw scripts out the window. Nice. Mm -hmm. Scripts are, scripts are junk. Like they, like it's not a, like if you're if you have scripts that you're gonna go through, and you like you literally I'm looking at them, you know, going okay, I'm gonna say this next. You're not listening to the person. You're not asking them a qualifying. You're not getting to know the person. You know, so throw the scripts out the window, ask legitimate questions, and then listen to the answers. Mm -hmm. He talks about that. So if, if, if I say, hey, how many my, – my favorite question to ask, and I always get an answer to it, is, hey, where, 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 where are you at and where do you want to be? It's a great question. It's very thought-provoking and it's insightful. It allows them to go deep, but not too deep, but it allows you to kind of see a little bit more about where they are and where they want to be. Do they have any, you know, drive in their life or do they are they content where they are and they're just going to languish in mediocrity for the rest of eternity? Absolutely. And the you know, best and the addition to that is like where you at, where you want to be, and then what's keeping you from getting there. Hmm. And then yeah. you peel back the curtains and go, well, this and that and putting out fires and this like and it is so hey, what I hear is it sounds like you're doing a lot of non money making activities. It sounds like if you're doing these activities that you hate, you're not selling. And if you're not selling, guess what? Nobody's selling for you. So yeah, yeah. the other the other one one liner that I love is if you say yes to this, what are you saying no to? Yep. And so I, I can't stress enough, throw out the scripts. Have a conversation. Pretend like you're walking into a party. You don't know the person. Get to know them. Listen to their questions and go with what they talk about. Not what. Not like, okay, I just asked him where he's at and where he wants to be, and I go, let's see. So, uh, so what did you do over the weekend? Like, 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 listen, like, you, uh, like, <laughs> you know, we've been interviewed like that, and they ask us a question, and that I answer the question, and then they, they don't elaborate on it. They go on to another one. I'm like, okay, that was weird. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. they, however they answer it, is probably going to give you their pain or like, if, if, especially if I ask, where are you at, where you want to be, and what's keeping you from getting there, and they tell me, I'm like, okay, let me let, let's let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about why it's keeping you from getting there, and what can we do to get that off your plate to get you to the next level. And I truly help them. So yeah. it's just just removing the scripts and going going with the flow. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that you're good at, Greg. Is you have you have this library of scripts in your head, but you've been doing it for so long, nothing comes out scripted, and you're able to smoothly flow and just have a conversation without thinking about it. Yes. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's years. It's 10,000 hours of mastery. 
It is, but there's also, I mean, I practice it every day. I practice either it's Ford or Frog, whatever, whichever you want to, want to do. So it's family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Or if you want to replace dreams, go with goals. Um, and, and then it's just, you're in a state of curiosity. You're constantly asking questions to the other person. Matt, tell me about your family. What do you do for a living? What do you like to do when you're not working? What's your end goal? What's your, what are your dreams? Where do you want to land? All these different things and allow them to talk to you. And then like you were saying, you just got to go, go ask, you know, go deeper on each one of those questions so that if Matt says, gosh, you know, I, I'm from the Midwest. I'd love to live in San Diego. Oh, really? Have you been in San Diego before? Yeah, my, one of the companies I used to work with, you know, is, is housed there. Oh, really? What company? And he just flows like that. Yeah. And that's the that's and I'm with you 100%. Guys, I mean scripts are scripts are for people who can't think on their feet. But right. people, right. but every time you hear a script, you're like, you're selling me something. Like something I inside know, your head goes, when's the hammer gonna fall? I know. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, especially if it, if it, if the script was created by someone with a different personality type than you, and mm -hmm. the, the phrasing is different. Yeah, then then it gets really noticeable. Well, I anyway. think where I think where the scripts hurt you is you, like you're not listening to the conversation. And you're thinking yeah. about what you're going to say next. And when you're thinking about what you're going to say next, you can't comprehend what they just said or how mm -hmm. powerful it was or how deep it was. They may they may have just told you exactly – like another thing too is like – so when you're when you're listening to them, you're going to hear closing triggers that like, okay, man, I could help them with that. Maybe I can help them where they're at and just little, small little tweaks and then they're happy there. Like, you know, transitioning to a new company is tough. So maybe I can just, you know, do this or do that and help them there. Or, you know what, maybe their company's just not where they need to be. And then the conversation is, okay, here's what, how you got to say, like, you can't say, my company won't allow this. You say, I choose to work at a company that won't allow this. So it's just different scripts of waking up and it's a choice. We have one life to live. We have one day, one, one tomorrow. And, we, and, like, we can't get it back. Why do so, why, why do so many people work, have – we, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Mm -hmm. Some some people get so much more done, and, and uh, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I don't know. <laughs> I, no, I like where you're going though, because I'm like, we, we could go on this for we hours and hours. Like under delegation and, and people being control freaks about their business. Yes, we, <laughs> we could go for a long. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, right on, right on. So yeah, I highly recommend the book. I, I can't I can't say enough about it. Um, it's it's just it, it, you you're not gonna get it the first time around. You're not gonna. There's no way you're gonna incorporate it into your life without practicing. But you're gonna have to fight back those feelings you have from going from okay, man, I just opened the door and I'm gonna close it. Like no, you gotta stop and push push them away a little bit. People want what they can't have. Mm -hmm. It's insanity if you take something away from somebody, especially a good salesperson, how bad they'll come at you like with all guns a blazing. Oh no! It's, it's the pull pull away method, and you know I I, I do it legitimately because the client's just annoying the crap out of me. Right. Like you know what? Maybe it's just not the right time for you. Maybe this isn't right. Then they come in, both <laughs> guns blazing, like no, we're selling, and I'm like, exactly. okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that worked well. Give me, give me that <laughs> listing paperwork. Yeah, one of my one of my calls today was with some lady, and she was just kind of irritated. She was on the phone, and I'm like, hey man, it sounds like we're not a good fit, and that's totally cool. And I was showing her how she's leaving 17 grand a month on the table. I'm like, hey, you know what? Hey, I'm sorry to bother you guys. It just sounds like you guys got a great situation where you're at, and I'm sorry that we bothered you today. And and then all of a sudden she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not in, not interested. And I'm like, okay, well, like, yeah, you, you know, where do we go from here? So kind of funny how, how that works when you show them something and take it away, and they're like, okay, God, this guy's this guy's different. Why why do I feel like I want this now? Where two seconds ago I didn't. Because you, know? <laughs> you can't have it. Well, that little bit of phrasing. Anymore. Yeah, that yeah. little bit of phrasing right there. That that where do we go from here? I love that phrase. Yeah, he talks That's about a, that in the book. He talks about how um, how to, you know Greg, you said uh, how, you know you get frustrated when when um, 
when people won't call you back. So he teaches you how to set the stage from the end of the call to expect when 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 is it okay to call you back? So I'm not sitting around wondering if we're a fit, if we're not a good fit. He got, actually goes over those scripts, so he covers it all. Uh, this is going to be my new addiction. Thank you. I now I'm going to go find traffic to go sit in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's the mission of the podcast. We want to help you go, motivate you to go find traffic to sit in to listen that's to Audible. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's put put a pin in this one. We'll come back. Maybe we'll have you back, Scott, to talk about the pro the systemic problem of under delegation because I would love to oh, yeah. have that conversation. Uh, but all right. So the book is uh, Unlock the Sales Game. Ari Golper is the author. Um, you can get it used and get it's a Kindle Unlimited. If you have that, it's literally free. There's no excuse not to get it. Go to Audible, go listen to it if you're like Greg and don't want to read a book. And uh, dyslexic, I have physical form. reason. Yeah, I you do have legitimate reason. medical I'll give condition, you Matt, and you've seen the uh, doctor's note. I can't okay. read, man. I can't read. Nobody's <laughs> That's well, right. sir, you're blind. We we understand why you can't read. <laughs> All right. And then, Scott, so uh, it's scotthudspeth.com. And, Scott, remind people uh, kind of who your ideal uh, connection or your ideal relationship. If people are listening to this and they're wondering whether they should take a, te- you know, take a step closer to you, who are you looking to build relationships with? Yeah, so, man, I'm really in the business to help any mortgage banker who's looking to uh, get out of the limited success program into the unlimited success program. It's really not hard. It's just putting a plan in place, uh, mapping it out, and hanging around the right people to help hold you accountable, and that's really what I strive for. And like, I, I, I can promise you that when you get off the call with me, you will have a different perspective on wherever you're at compared to where you want to go, and I, it, it's life-changing. So and if, if – uh, if ever you want to join us for one of our three-day events, if you go to mastermindretreats.com, we got one coming up in Dallas. We got one coming up in uh, Illinois. We're going to be over in Chicago. So uh, we have about six or eight a year. And so uh, I'd love to meet you face-to-face. And uh, it's a two-and-a-half-day awesome brain dump that Carl White puts on. It's just just off the hook amazing, and it's life-changing. Wow. Very cool. That's, I mean, I want to go. I mean, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I, I can testify to the fact that every time I get off of a call with Scott, I want to run through a wall. So, <laughs> I can, can do you imagine, it. Like, just two days of that. All right, guys. Just make sure you video that, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, join us next time. We've got more great interviews coming up about more amazing books. The book is Unlocked the Game. Go get it on Amazon right this second. And uh, until the next time, everybody, we will see you. Thank you Bye. so much, guys. Take care, man.